Uh, Unless you get naked up in here, you know. And when we want everyone to see how we podcast. Yeah. yeah. Just I would never, naked. We've Do never it. done a podcast with our clothes on. We did that for the boyfriend episode. Well, I mean, it's well, not you guys did that wrong. Oh, it's sad. not our fault that you did it wrong. Like, that's against our artistic integrity. Yeah. Well, Paige just didn't want to see us naked. So. <laughs> Wait, but Paige was naked, right? Yeah. <laughs> I Paige? wonder why she had her clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense now. Yeah. to know what the people who make music that I like look like sometimes because if they're really ugly it ruins it for me <laughs> like I understand that song, I I'm also like, okay I can't picture this because you're hideous who would ever love you yeah I also like I mean I've talked about this before <laughs> on the podcast so where I like I mean I really I think it's probably bad for me to know what people look like because if they're attractive like I just get so obsessed and I just like have to stop listening to the band because I'm like really just really depressed that they don't know me and they don't they don't love me so that's yeah. how I feel about Cole Sprouse sometimes. That's how I feel. That's how I felt about like Nick Jonas and the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, for, like, the longest time. the longest time. And I finally I, then I started listening to Nick Jonas again and like played Bacon on repeat. Yeah, and it's like one of my most I think it's like my tops played song in 2016. Which is really embarrassing, but well, you get obsessed with stuff. I do. I get. I get really you obsessed, obsessed with stuff. over stuff more than anyone I've ever known. Oh, you don't know George that well. You're like he's a drug like, addict. He's like more it's like for minions. <laughs> yeah, I, for like my weird little random things. Yeah, it's true. George is actually gets more obsessed than I do about what like every not everything not the things that I get obsessed about but the things that he's obsessed about like Halloween Horror Nights like he literally like pays like he'll pay money. To go, like, do nine haunted houses because he loves Halloween Horror Nights so much. Whereas, like, I won't pay $300 to go see the Jonas Brothers because I'll just be upset that I, like, can't meet them. Yeah, it just makes me upset. So, like, I, I don't, like, I, my obsessions, except for probably, like, Harry Potter and, like, Minions, I, like, don't really spend <laughs> money on my well, obsessions. it's different when they're real people. That's true. Well, and Minions aren't real people. <laughs> oh, Wait, what? <laughs> but I have like I that's one of my things is like I love I love to dress up and so I do dress up like like any chance I get, if I get an opportunity to like dress up like a minion and like wear overalls, like I I will do it. Or Harry Potter. I I will do it. Jack has dressed up like a minion before. So Jack and I are meant to be in love. I don't understand why you don't want to switch and like you can live here with George and like I'll move to New York and hang out with Jack. He clearly likes me better, so he hasn't left a review for this podcast yet, so maybe he doesn't. Jack, if you love me, you will leave a review for this podcast. <laughs> and I guarantee you, when this episode goes up, he leaves a review. <laughs> Just despite hope. So speaking of this episode, Taylor, <laughs> what are we what are we podcasting about today? Um, hope. Welcome back to Taylor. <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> This is, like, an ongoing joke in my other podcast that George, like, I'm, like, the actual, like, in, in this podcast, we all three. You have like, another podcast? I do have another podcast. You're cheating on me? I am cheating on you. I did not with know George. that. I do have another podcast. You didn't know this? No. Okay, so I have another podcast. Wow. Yeah. And, with but George? I do it with George and our friend TJ. We, like, recommend and review movies, but we do it in the time that it takes us to finish a pint of beer. So each week, like, one of us will bring a different pint of beer, um, and, like, we all drink it and, like, try it, and we, like, talk about the movie. And so it's shorter than this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this is, like, a lot of us rambling, whereas, like, that one, they decided that I should, like, drink beer because if I have to drink something... Then you're not talking Then I'm much. not... Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
So that's like the whole point. It's really just. Yeah, like, maybe we should add that to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that would work. It would just make our podcast twice as long. <laughs> but but anyway. What's it called? Pine House Films. Oh, okay, that maybe that's familiar. Yeah, I did not know though. Well, yeah, and so anyway, but that's like the whole joke. The whole point of this was to, uh, you know, like push my podcast, my other podcast, but also <laughs> to tell you that to make the joke because every time we I do a podcast with George, like technically I'm the host of that podcast, but George always is like he'll say something like, "Oh, thank thank you for joining us." And then he's like, oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Taylor, you host. You host. Like, every single episode, he makes a joke where he, like, not a joke. He's like, he's like oh, welcome to Pine House Films. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Taylor, you host. But he's, like, dead serious. He, and he, like, doesn't want to, he's like, I don't want to host. Like, you host it. But he constantly is hosting, is it. hosting it. Yeah. Well, Taylor, thanks for coming out. <laughs> We're really excited to have you in this episode of 87 Central. Obviously, Paige can't be here, so I'll just be here as well. That's fine. So I'll be doing twice the amount of talking. I'll be doing twice the amount of drinking. <laughs> Taylor, as the host, I want to know, <laughs> what movie did we review? Or what um, movie are we about to review? We are about to review The Descendants. Oh, I need to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> Hope forgot her. It's been a while since we've done one of these, so Hope forgot her job, her actual job responsibilities as host of this podcast to give us the i oh i'm sorry what website is it from hope? i don't want to go into that <laughs> it's from imdb um and so hope what is the summary on imdb okay so the descendants is one of disney's like most recent um decoms so taylor and i hadn't seen it before right right i'd, I'd never seen it I did know about it though my um my little sister giovanna like really really loves the descendants and i didn't quite like i think there's also a cartoon show that goes along with it, it um oh my god you're right yeah and so but anyway she really likes the show and i guess the movie too i think maybe it started out as a tv show and no no, no i think movie was, yeah. was first okay this is what it says okay it says this is like a really weird review it says synopsis, synopsis. it says <laughs> ben the teenage son of king beast and queen bell First of all, so, okay, wait. His name is not Beast. It's not Beast. Invites the exiled children of defeated villains to attend a prep school with the hero's children. This acts like Ben is the main character of this movie, but he's, he's not. not. He's absolutely not. So this movie stars Dove Cameron, Sophia Carson, Cameron Boyce, who's the boy on um, Jesse, which, who I don't like, and Boo Boo Stewart. I can't believe, like, who picks names like Dove and Boo Boo? Boo-Boo is rough, yeah. Okay, well, this is a better... This is on Wikipedia. It says, oh, okay. Descendants is a 2015 American musical fantasy television film. Say that 15 times fast. <laughs> American musical fantasy television film directed yep. by and choreographed by Kenny Ortega. Surprise. I'm, this is my surprised voice. And it says the film stars Dove Cameron, Sophia Carson, Boo-Boo Stewart, and Cameron Boyce as the teenage daughters and sons of Maleficent, the Evil Queen... Jafar and Cruella of Deville, respectively. This film serves as a continuation. Oh, after the Disney uh-huh. animated classic series, as its plot follows these teenagers adjusting to life outside their island prison while on a mission to steal the fairy godmother's wand and free their parents from captivity. So basically, after all the like villains were defeated, the king and queen created an exiled island, like a mile they, from the shore. They united all of the like Kingdom. fairy tale kingdoms. Yeah, so like 
Aurora, Mulan, Cinderella, Mulan. Actually just China, not a fairy tale kingdom. Um, it's definitely it's not real. It's definitely a fairy tale kingdom. But it is China. It yeah. is historical China. But like, have you been there? Because I'm pretty sure it's not real. Wow, that's a really good point. Yeah, I've never been to China. Exactly. So how do you know? It's how do real? I know it's real? Yeah, I don't. My cousin went, but but like, can he's you? A liar. I was gonna say, can you really believe your cousin? I don't trust a word that comes out of his mouth, yeah. especially not now. Yeah, exactly. Because he says he's been to China, which we all know is a fictional place. Obviously, yeah. So basically, there's an exiled island, and all the like bad people live there. So also, so do all of their kids. And the prince is like, I want four of the most evil kids to come to my prep school. Which is super weird, because you made this point while we were watching the movie, like, how does he, ch- how does he choose? He basically has to, like, choose based on how evil their parents are. And I think he picks the four most evil parents and says, like, their kids are going to come to the school. Well, thank God they're all in the same grade. Like, yeah, like, they all had they're to, They're all like, different ages. Why would all their kids be the same age? But they all had to coordinate to make sure that they had kids at the same time. Yeah. Because otherwise, this, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have worked. This movie's really interesting. Like, the production design, like, the art department of this movie is very interesting because it's kind of, like, steampunk meets Disney, and it's... I liked it. Yeah. The, cost, the it costume is. and set design, I thought, and like you said, the art department, I think that was... That was the best part. ...was really, really good. Like, all of their costumes, most of their costumes, I really liked. Yeah. They, it was really interesting, and it was as if they lived in, like, tenement housing, because Jafar, Maleficent... <laughs> The evil queen and Cruella all lived in one apartment. No, no I think it was like out there their gathering time? place. Yeah, it's like when they meet uh, for the evil okay. league of evil, like they yeah. gather there. Was that a was that a was a Doctor Horrible okay. Salem blog reference? So. Yes, you know. Oh, that's yes. so funny. Okay, um, yeah. So that was really interesting. But also, it was like, do they pick the characters based on what they wanted the art department to be like? Because they were like, we can make Cruella's son in a cool outfit. Yeah, let's just make Cruella, because Cruella isn't the most evil. They no. They could pick someone who is more evil than Cruella. Right. I mean, Maleficent seems to always be the most, the evil. most evil. Like, whenever they she like, messed with a baby. I guess so. Because, like, once upon a time, mm-hmm. and maybe also because she has magic, like, I, like once upon She's a time. She's just ruthless. Is is also, like, she's also the main villain in Once Upon a Time. Like, you know, the evil queen sort of becomes good and whatever, but, like, Maleficent, when they introduce her, she's, like, the one that they've locked away. Mm-hmm. And, like, like even the other evil people don't want to mess with Maleficent because she's so evil. I feel like who's... I think... Let's name some people who you think are more evil than Cruella de Vil, because I think that Captain Hook could be... Oh, absolutely. And it might have been a, a fun choice to have Captain Hook's son... Or daughter. Yeah, I think, which is interesting, like, is Neverland part of the kingdoms? Like, it should be, right? Well, this is Disney, so they own the rights to everything. Just like like Once Upon a Time is owned by ABC, which is owned by Disney. Disney, yeah. They get to use everything they want to, because Elsa was on Once Upon a Time. This movie could have done anyone. So it was interesting that they picked... Who they, who they picked? Yeah, they could have also picked. I think Ursula would have been a fun choice. I think so too. I think Ursula is way more evil than Cruella Deville. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of like other. I think Captain Hook. You're right. Is like way is much. Wait, more but evil. I think that maybe Captain Hook's daughter is in the sequel. Now that I'm thinking about it, because I really? think it's like China Anne McLean. So I haven't seen it, but I've seen the commercials for it. Mm. I think that she might be playing like a pirate girl. So that might she might be Captain Hook's daughter. Interesting. Yeah, but there's I, these other. But then, then, but then how do you do that? Because, like, Peter and Wendy, like, 
they can't have kids. Peter's never grown up. Well, they can't, but Hook can. Yeah, I guess so, but who's their, like, counterpart in the other oh, world? Oh, the series? Mm-hmm. Well, Wendy grows up. Yeah, but... She lives in London. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, um, Nook's Dex is the same as China. It's also fictional. Yeah, absolutely fictional. As far as I'm concerned. I mean, I've never been there. Why would you? It doesn't exist. Exactly. <laughs> How would you have gotten there? How would there? I have gotten there? Would you there? have flown past the second star? Our, on the right? <laughs> on the right. Yes. And straight on till morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, Hope, what are your, what were your, oh, you know what I want oh, you to do? Oh, tell them about the beginning. Yeah, tell so them, I was going to say, drinking game. Uh, yeah, listeners, our drinking game. Taylor and I just watched this movie together. Like, like, literally, we just got done watching it and now we're recording. We just went upstairs and recorded it. Yeah, and so, um, we were trying to decide our drinking game and obviously we've never seen this before, so it's kind of difficult if you've never watched something, but we watched, before we cooked our pizza, we watched, like, maybe 20 seconds. Seconds yeah. Of Un- the movie? Under 20. Yeah. And in the beginning, it sort of opens like all fairy tales should, right? You, cl- It's close up on, it, it sort of zooms into a close up on a book that says Once Upon a Time. Yes. A storybook. A classic like, intro. Storybook. Which is like how all Disney, um, like, fairy tales should begin with this storybook. Even, even Shrek, which is not Disney, begins with a storybook. Yes. Um, c- very good movie. But anyway... This one... You're not allowed to mention Shrek on this podcast. Oh, we'll have to cut that out. It's fine. <laughs> post. Fix it in post. <laughs> so anyway, so this, it, it's perfectly normal beginning to a Disney sto- fairy tale. And then the book opens. The book turns sideways. And instead of a book, it is a fucking iPad. An iPad. An iPad. An iPad opened to the book app. Yeah. <laughs> And then she pulls out, as if it was like a pop-out book, she pulls out like a castle from the iPad, like it's like a hologram from the iPad. Very upsetting. Very it's upsetting. so Our upsetting. Our children are screwed. Are doomed. All of their media is going to involve and it's not even iPads. And, wi- and it talks about Wi-Fi in the first three seconds yeah, of the movie. Yeah, she goes, she goes, so anyway, so that was, so that made us obviously very, very... Angry. So angry that I had to pause the movie and pour myself a drink. Right. And so... I've never been that angry before. That became our drinking game was every time... We knew it was a bad... We knew it was a bad start. And so every time we became very angry, we drank. And that that was our drinking game. Um, We got through a lot of this giant bottle of wine. Anytime you're angry, you drink is like maybe not a good like life technique. But, but it's, it's a great a, decom it's, It is a great decom <laughs> If you really want to enjoy a decom, drink when you're angry. Drink every time you're angry. So many different things happened that made me mm. angry. But also, I mean, I kind of hate and love this movie. It was like one of those like, yeah. love to hate, love to hate. I also think that like I, I this is one it's of those fu- it's movies. It's a fun idea. It's yeah. It's a fun idea. This was one of those movies where I really thought that I was going to like, Love it because I love really? sort of like I really love like weird things like this where I guess it's not weird but premises like this where it's like yeah and kind of things like fan that, fiction right and kind of things that people like maybe find like kitschy or whatever like I love that kind of stuff especially like musicals whenever there's music and something I just even if it's like not good and I know it's not good. I really, really love it. Totally. Um, and so I, re- I was really expecting to really enjoy this movie, and I like 
hated it all, almost as much as I enjoyed parts of it. Yeah, I don't know. I think I went into it knowing uh, that I was going to be confused and conflicted emotionally. Yeah. Like, as I, I really love the a, set design, I, I would be here for Halloween. intense, hate-love relationship with Dove Cameron. Hate, because her Instagram is so annoying. Love, because I love Liv and Maddie. This I is, actually that's, that's really a Disney Channel show, and don't I used to watch it. Like Live and Maddie, at all. I really do like. I like to watch shows like that to kind of de-stress myself. So, like senior year of college, I'd watch that. Like I just put that on and like clean my room or like do homework with that in the background because mm-hmm. there's it's like not you don't need to watch be emotionally like, yeah. invested. And then with the girls I nanny, like that's our, my favorite show to watch with them. Mm-hmm. Disney show. Yeah, we watch other shows that I enjoy more, but you can't mention them on this podcast. At the flash, <laughs> <laughs> and at Gilmore Girls, mm, uh, but yes. it's, that's my favorite one, and I love and hate it. I love her as Maddie, and I hate her as Liv. And same with her; it's like a person. She has a very kind of annoying online presence, but then I'm also like, she's kind of a good actress. And then I'm like, but is she, is she though? But isn't she? I mean, is she? I guess. But also, yes, I think she is. Because here's, I don't watch Liv and Maddie. I've ne- I I never really watched Liv and Maddie. I think she's really good. But that's. But also it drives me crazy. So here's my thing is, I almost think, well, this is probably not true, but because I sort of grew up watching Disney Channel and also grew up in theater, I've like always thought that it was not hard to act in a Disney Channel show. Because w- growing up, like when I was in theater in high school and stuff, like I played roles like you know that were w- not at all like they were they were sh- like I did we did Shakespeare in high school right like I played these roles that were so far removed from who I was as a person mm-hmm. and sometimes I found those pretty difficult to like get in the headspace of a character that I couldn't really even like I, I just couldn't yeah. even imagine their their like life situation you yeah. know but then when I would watch Disney Channel, I would always think to myself, like, oh, I could I could do that. You're, li- you're being yourself in, like, a weird, crazy situation. Like, I used to watch Re- Wizards of Waverly Place in high school, and, like, I was just like, they're, all, they're literally just being teenagers with magic. But I, think, I Which I don't think that that's, like... I think that makes it almost harder. Sometimes with, like, Disney and kid stuff, they have these weird lines... And as an actress, like, I, I, I get weird lines like that. And, like, the hardest things for me to do are always, like, commercials or, like... Stuff that you wouldn't stuff say? Like, yeah, stuff that it's like, oh, you would say that because this is your age, but no one would actually say that. Right, right. You know, stuff that's like... I guess that's yogurt, true. You know, that's, like, weirder to say than, like, curse thou shalt you never betray true. me. I like, guess that's true because I think that there's definitely, like... It, and those, stuff can almost be harder because it's, like, weird. Yeah, I, I, I would also say, yeah, I think that that's true because you, you're playing, like, a caricature almost in yeah. those... Like, roles that are so far removed, whereas, like, I feel like, feel like you have to be more realistic when you're playing a role that's more similar to you. And exactly. That's what it's going for. But I still, I don't know, like, anytime I watch those shows, I'm like, man, I just, like, feel like I could do that. Well, I feel like that, too. That's why I'm an actress. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but <laughs> you know It's a very I mean? relatable feeling. Yeah, but I think, I think it's, like, one of those things where I was just, like, I don't... I don't know. So in the, but in this, what I was going to say relating to Dub Cameron is that I think that she does play such a different character. Like it is kind of a caricature, like a character character, right? In this, she plays Maleficent's daughter, but like Liv and Maddie, she plays like a regular girl. Yeah, but 
Are this like I I don't know. I've never seen but to me that would maybe one be of the like, characters in that show is real and one of them is a caricature. Oh really? That's what I'll say. Oh, okay. And Maddie's like totally real and Liv is a caricature. I see. I didn't feel like this I I don't know, I don't feel like this one was as much of a caricature as I think that in this one was I feel really like she was the most grounded character. Yeah, I was gonna say in this one it's really interesting because I think that at the end of the movie, she, like, deals with some really, like, difficult things about, do you really want to be, like, your parents? Do you, like, I think growing up, everyone thinks their parents are these, like, infallible people, Mm -hmm. and they just want to be, like, their parents no matter what, and then as you grow up, you sort of realize, like, oh, your parents make mistakes, just like every other person in the world. Yeah. And that's, like, a very, I mean, real and I think can be quite emotional struggle when you when your parents are trying to, even if it's something like your parents want you to really be a doctor and you decide to go into acting. Like, you know, I mean, your your mom is very supportive, but, like... No, totally. I think that that's definitely that's something that... That's a very that, Disney theme, too. But the, and that people really... That's kind of a serious theme that people really do struggle with. But I think it's so Disney, and it's, like, not as hard because the lines are, like... I think I want to be good. I think <laughs> I want to listen harder? to my heart. You don't think that's harder than saying, like... I feel like in so many ways that's harder than, than saying a genuine line. Maybe. maybe. Because, I don't know. Because... I haven't acted I in be, such a long time. I want to be good is, like, harder than, like, hey, pass the ketchup. Like, I don't know. It's, I guess that's true. It's kind of... It's, it's hard to say. I haven't, I haven't acted in, like, such a lot. Like, I've only really done things like this where I sort of like improvise and kind of do yeah like I'm I haven't done like theater yeah I haven't done theater in a long time and so I think that that's definitely like something that's so different and maybe because like in in improv and in something like this it's so easy to just kind of like be a a caricature of yourself right like you just get to be like slightly different than maybe who you really are or like go all out and weird and crazy or yeah be like a um a a weirdo right and then it's like doesn't I mean (laughs) for me that's not like for me that's not that different than who I really am you know but I'm so weird (laughs) I'm so I'm Bella Thorne I'm weird (laughs) are y'all following Bella Thorne right now no I don't she's crazy she's so shaken up Oh, yes. People make fun of her on the internet all the time because she's like, Angus, I'm just a weird girl. And it's like her with the backwards hat. She's like, it's like I'm weird. Sorry. <laughs> Being quirky with Zoe de Chanel. Yeah, she has a picture of her wearing like a tilted cowboy hat. And she goes, I guess you could say I'm a silly girl. And it's like, ugh. Ew. Everything she says is so annoying. Anyway. No, but yeah, I think you're right. Right? Like it's, I, I think that that might actually be a lot harder than I think it is to, to like say something that's just so dumb, not what you would <laughs> actually say in that situation at all. And also like she felt very sexualized in this movie. Like, like I was like, she, it, she made her she character be also like a sexual person. Probably. And but since the, she's not actually 16, she's like probably, I think 23 or 24. Yeah. That probably resonates on camera more than it should. Right. With her. But as a kid, I don't think I would notice that. But as a 23-year-old, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I think it was only towards the end, though, was it? Or it was like... Well, like, when she, like... If she wants to be playing, like, a romantic... I don't think she wants to be in Disney for much longer. Yeah. She wants to be... And she thinks she could be in other stuff as, like, a romantic character. As, like, she's, like, such an ingenue. Yeah. That, like, she wants to be like, look, I can be sexy. Like, she's trying... I feel like she's already playing this with the long game as, like, a Disney star of being, like, 
Disney's a launching point, and then I'm a movie star. Like, yeah. I'm not just going to be the, like, Disney princess. Like, I'm going to be... Yeah. So I've got to show that I can be sexual. Yeah, you know? and, it's, and, it's, and because I think and that I... have that whole Miley Cyrus thing where it's like, she can't be sexual, it's just Miley. Yeah, and then you have to go the complete crazy end of the spectrum. And then just, dial it back. Right. So people can see you that way. Yeah. It's like she's going in with being like, I'm sexual yeah. because Yeah, but it's, it's interesting like, in because... Of it. Because I think... kind of smart. Disney now has less of a say in... People in their stars' social media presence. Yeah, and in their career. And in the, yeah, exactly. And therefore, and therefore, in their career. Right, and so Disney used to have so much control over like anything that you did or said, like outside of Disney, whether that was your personal online presence or like your. Well, people didn't have an online presence for a long time. Yeah, but even with my like, I'm just thinking about Miley, right, and like. For so long, Disney controlled every single aspect of her life that, like, I think it was really hard for her to, or I guess if it it were me, it would have been really hard to, like, change your image at all because, like, Disney controlled so much of that for so long. She didn't get to have that, like, oh, this is my character that I play on TV, but I'm actually this way in real life. All of her interviews were filtered through this Miley lens, and she was expected to be, like, oh, Miley Stewart. Right, exactly, and not Miley Cyrus. And and I think that it was like she either had to be Hannah Montana or, her character was named Miley, which I think made it harder. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was basically like they wanted to do something that was like, they almost, like, built this Miley Cyrus, you know, like brand right and it mm-hmm. and it, I think instead now Disney is sort of more at, at least like especially with Dove like just looking through her Instagram is like Miley would have never gotten away with that you know posting those things like because Disney controlled all of it yeah and I so anyway I think that you know it, it's really it's interesting I think you're right she kind of gets to have more control over what she's playing yeah, her and, like... And yeah, exactly. Well, what's interesting about Miley is, like... So, her... Miley Cyrus played Miley Stewart. Her dad, who was a famous person, played her dad. Yeah. It it was very easy to kind of trick or manipulate people into thinking, like, this is this one is, and the same. Yeah. Which I think is why there was that, like... Like, that outrage or like discordance with when Miley became like different Miley yeah and why people had such a strong reaction to it and weren't happy about it but it's because they felt like they knew her but in reality they had no no they knew Miley Stewart they knew Miley Stewart and that's what Disney wanted them to know right and so like at the time I was like oh Miley like I don't know now I'm like you know power to her I would have had the same reaction and I do love Miley Cyrus and I think that she did go a little bit off the rails for a little bit, but at the same time, like, who, wouldn't I? Like, yeah, I think if I had been, like... It's a lot more relatable like, now thinking about it like this. I think if I had been so... I mean, it's kind of like your kids, right? If you try and shelter your kids so much, and then they go off to college, and they literally have no barriers and no shelter at all. Like, yeah. a lot of kids just, like, go off the rails because... They haven't had that opportunity to kind of figure out, like, yeah. where that middle ground is. And it's is. not like she was a regular kid at that point. She was someone who had a makeup artist, who had hair. Like, right. She looked beautiful at, like, 12. 
And she obviously knew about, like, sex and drugs and partying because she was in Hollywood. Her whole family was Hollywood. So so to act like I'm still a kid when you're very... When she's obviously very grown up just because of the circumstances she's in. And yeah. she has a job at, like, 13. Like, you don't stay a kid for that long. So having to pretend like you are is probably even more infuriating. Like, I could have been a very Disney-fied version of myself until, like, maybe you know, next year. Right, yeah. <laughs> because I had to, I got to grow up a little bit slower and therefore was, like, pushing walls. Yeah. At, a, like, a less frequent pace. Yeah. So I feel like Dove, she kind of got into this at, like, 19. That wasn't her situation. Right, so and she already had, sense. I mean, I think that at that point you already, and especially now, like, you already have, a you already have an online presence. You yeah. already have a personality, right? And you have already established who you are. And there, it would be, I think, much harder to, like, change that than... Yeah, but obviously her Instagram probably didn't blow up until... Well, true. Living Maddie. But at the same time, like, you can't really change someone who's already... Exists. Ex- yeah, exactly. Is, like, formed. You, you have, you, Disney haven't had, didn't have the opportunity to, like, mold her into what they wanted her to be, and so they just kind of had to be like, well, she's a talented actress, so, like... That being said, I think they really loved Up Cameron. Pro- I mean, probably. probably like obsessed with her, and I think that she's kind of. Who do you think she's like? like the she's next. She seems like she's probably a diva in real life. That's what I'll say. Yeah. To who do you think she's like? The what do you think she's like? The next? Who did you say was supposed to be like the next? Um, Gabrielle. Gabriella. Oh, I saw that Evie was like the next Gabriella. She's fake Demi Lovato, is what she. Yeah, is. she really is. But they wanted her to be like I'm just a math geek. Oh. Yeah, I. It was weird. It was like. She cheated on her homework and then was proud of it. It was, like, this weird thing. They were, like, they they almost gave her character development, and then they were, like, oh, but she did get those good grades by cheating. So I was, like, wait, did she or did she not get smarter? Yeah, it was weird. I also felt like her character was so similar to Demi Lovato's character in Princess Protection Program. This whole movie was just, like, Princess Protection Program, like, the special effects on the castle. Okay, this is what Taylor and I were talking about when we watched this movie. They have, like, a fake castle in this movie, and it's, like, like very Like, it's so terribly, clearly a green screen. It's so badly. Like, it's not even, like, CGI. It's, like, just, like, a green screen. Yeah, like, it's a green... You can see the outline around their heads. Like, like it's not it's good. It's bad. But there's so many different movies that Disney's made that take place in, in a, a castle. castle. So it's, like, at this point, why don't they just invest in a small property or build a little set and use it? Like, the movie Terminal... Over and over and the over movie Terminal again. bought their own... Air, like, built their own airport. Yeah. You don't even have to build a whole airport. Just build, like, two couple things from a fake castle. Like, Twitches took place in a castle. Princess Protection Program. There are so There's many so many that more. take place in a castle. Just probably building it for Descendants and Descendants 2, it would have paid for itself. Like, I guarantee, like, it, it just... The castle, like... Yeah, like, building it, if you only built it specifically for those two movies and nothing else, I bet you it would have paid for itself. And it's not like you can't rent it out for when you're not using it for other films. Right. Like, it's, all you have to do is put some banners on it. A castle is a castle. Like... And it doesn't even need to be a full castle, obviously. It just needs to have a throne room and a ballroom. Yeah. And, like... You just need to have a, a coronation a, hallway and then, like... Some stone walls. Just build a couple of stone walls. When I was younger, I used to worry about... So my parents explained to me, like, the purpose of commercials, which is to make money for the networks, etc. And I remember that Disney Channel, like, didn't ever have commercials. And I used to worry about them. I was like, (laughs) how are they making money? Like, they didn't have any commercial sponsors back then. They really didn't. And they also, like... I I was like, Mom, like, I'm worried. Like, I don't want my shows to get defunded. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that's I can so imagine you doing that. I'm just like, like I'm, really worried about everyone. You yeah. know. You're such you're you're, you're such an empath that you literally <laughs> like worry about Disney Channel making enough money yeah. to continue making that so Raven for my enjoyment. Exactly. But you're really just a selfish empath. Selfish. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but really, like, what the heck? Yeah, I think I I don't know. I I think that this movie confused me so much. Like, like a I, lot of different emotions. I was really at the end. I was like really excited for her to stand up to her mom. Kristen Chenoweth. But then her mom gets turned into a lizard and like four people stomp on the lizard basically. Like where the, I mean obviously the lizard's not actually there for a lot of it and you can't see their feet. But it really seems that they're about to. Where they place the lizard and then like like four or five people walk over where that exact place should be and then finally after like two minutes of people just walking around right there, one guy puts a glass case over it, over the lizard and Mal comes over and she's like, that's my mom. She's like, hey, watch it, buddy. That's my mom. And he's like, oh, sorry. It's like, what? He's the only, only person trying to help her. Yeah. And I don't know. It's also weird because they like, they make this, they make this thing where, where the fairy godmother's like, oh, you learned to love. Like, your mom can too. But can't she really after like, I think that once you have a kid, that's as much love as you're going to feel. So if you're not feeling that... I think they do feel love in a way, but it's more like, what can this kid do for me? It's like a selfish love, not just like a... Yeah, I think that if you've had a baby and like you don't... And you're not changed then, then nothing's gonna change you. Right. Like I don't think you're because your cat has had the most like your cat's had thing. sixteen years. Just because she's sort of semi changed now, like that does not your kid you're not the kid is not gonna convince you at sixteen that like their way is right and your way is wrong. I think adults are way more stubborn than teenagers. Like, if a teenager tried to tell me that I was wrong, I mean, to be fair, I don't like being told that I'm wrong in general. Taylor was wrong (laughs) twice today. I was wrong twice today. Twice. And it's really hard for me to admit. In important ways. Yeah, about spelling. I was was really wrong about spelling. spelling And about casting. Yeah, I was. It was a a tough day for me, you guys. (laughs) I was wrong about two things. Took some L's today. I, yeah, I did. Um, but it's like it's like if you if a teenager, especially if I was like a like a mean spirited person, if a teenager tried to tell me that their way was better than mine, like I would flip out. I would not be okay with it. And especially if I was an evil person and I was already mean spirited, there's no way I'd be like, I'm gonna give your ideas a fair chance. Yeah. I'd be like, you don't know what you're talking about. Go away, you're a teenager. Come back to me when you've experienced life. I think, yeah, that the whole like your mom could learn to love is like a sweet concept, but I mean it's a very Disney it's a concept. Little, it's, I think that she doesn't want to. <laughs> yeah. I, I think But that, I also think that she did love Dove Cameron. In a weird way. And still, I mean, she didn't try to eat her. She tried to eat her kid, like her friends. Yeah. Still. Also, Jafar's son was a thief in this movie. But if you recall, Aladdin, Aladdin is the thief, not Jafar. So it just felt wrong. And it felt wrong, too, because, like, Jafar gets upset with Aladdin for stealing. And, like, 
is like very much and like I don't know it, like Doesn't, says he's like poor you know he's like he's like oh you're like a street rat you're poor and you don't mean anything because you have to steal and then when he gets exiled like all he does is steal like that just seems weird to me also Taylor and I need to bring this up but the character who is Mulan's daughter was wearing like a basically a kimono in every scene or cherry blossoms or cher- like just very like Asian inspired apparel and it just felt it felt fictional you know because like China's feel, a fictional place it didn't feel appropriate at all no time. yeah I don't know it just felt like I don't know didn't feel good I hope brought up a good point because it was like oh is embracing your heritage inherently racist and like no it isn't but it's it feels offensive when no one else is embracing their heritage. Like everyone else is dressed in sort of what you would the consider modern clothes for the storybook like, period. Like Americanized modern clothing, and she's the only one in like she's in like slightly modernized kimonos. kimonos. The whole movie, which felt pretty offensive. Yeah, and the, and like very stereotypey, which I I didn't. Yeah, love. it felt very stereotypey and just like e. I feel like they also tried, else. They feel like they also really tried to push the diversity card in this movie, and I was like, "Why?" So there's a couple of people who have like weird like diversity. Well, because this movie's all about parents and children, so there was like a lot of different situations where the parents and the children had different races, but in ways that didn't make like, sense. Like Aurora looked mixed like she looked like she was black and white and her parents like her mom and her dad her mom was white and her dad was black however her her white mom was like aurora's mom who was aurora was white and then aurora's mom was black it, it was very weird. Like, it was the grandma, but it wasn't, like, the grandma on the dad's side because she was like, I'm Aurora's mom. Yeah. And I was like, what, Aurora? Like, I saw Aurora. She's white. Like, I don't... It was weird. There were just lots of stuff where it was like, okay. Carlos maybe could have been mixed. I guess he could have been, but... I don't know. He was harder to tell because his hair is very, very dyed in this movie. Like, That's if you true. look at Aurora's... They did purposely, like, yeah, they did do that. If you look at Aurora's parents, like, her mom is... Looks like me. Like, she's blonde, blue-eyed. This is a podcast, Taylor. Okay, well, I'm... And that's why I'm <laughs> describing how I look. I'll post a picture of myself on my Twitter. Also, all the oh, props wow. were plastic. Wow, Cameron Boyce is... He is mixed race. His father is African-American and his mother is Jewish. Well, there you go. So okay. he's, so he's fine. Right. I take... I feel... I feel bad now. I think he's much harder to tell. But I... It, there's also like I just a, felt like they were trying to make a point too much. Too like, much. It was it, they tried too hard, I think. It was mostly the kimono that bothered me. Yeah. I didn't I didn't have good feelings about that. It was not good. It was not okay. Also, another big part of this movie was that like the fairly the fairly oh, fuck. Oh. It's okay. I already earlier. said it earlier. <laughs> The fairy, I keep saying fairly as if it's fairly odd parents. The fairy <laughs> godmother her, has a daughter, and, like, her daughter's main, like, plot point was that she thought that she was ugly and, like, wanted to be more beautiful, but the actress who played her was gorgeous. Also, And it was, was, like, really annoying that it was, like, I just want to be beautiful, and it was, like, girl, you're gorgeous. Like, like there's also a lot, like, I felt like a lot of this movie was wrapped up in being beautiful, like, yeah. like for sure. 
Dove Cameron's character is, like, very beautiful the entire time, and then she, like, gets ass out on a date, so she, like, puts on some blush, and then she's like, oh, wow, I'm beautiful. She's, and then, and then... She's like, I don't look hideous, and I'm then like, you have son, he opens her and he goes, oh, finally understand the difference between pretty and beautiful. I mean, she looks the exact same. The, the exact same. It's just, it was a weird, there was a lot of weird emphasis on outward beauty that didn't really get resolved. It was still a lot of like, oh, I don't know what to wear. Like, I need to put on makeup and make sure that I look beautiful. And like, I have to look the part. And and there was a scene where the the beast was swimming. Dove Karen couldn't find him. So she jumped into the water to save him, but she can't swim either. So then she was just like, walking in the water and then she was like drowning and then he saved her and it was like it was so awkward to watch right Taylor yeah I actually felt uncomfortable because it didn't look like she was really drowning it looked like she was acting like she was drowning it acted like she was angry that he picked that he was saving her it was yeah I think that the hard part about this is like in a movie that's kind of you know shallow in the way that Disney is they tried to deal with some characters. Heavy issues. Yeah, and some characters who, like, really have to go, undergo, like, a big, like, heart change. And and you can sort of say, like, oh, good, like, good to evil, right? But, like, these characters were, like, really, had have been basically abused by their parents and are really, really angry children. And then, you know, like, as, and especially teenagers, like, they're they're really just angry at the world, and... And they're poor, and they didn't have a good education, yeah. and they live in this exiled island, and they have crappy role models, and they're all from single-parent homes, is what it seems like. Yeah, and they all, like, they all make comments like, oh, you didn't want to be around my house at dinner time. Like, it's, it, like, they all make comments about how their parents basically don't love them and abuse them, and, like... Like, emotionally abuse them. And then... At least. uh, Yeah, and it's like... And then you sort of expect them to be... Like, to sort of say these weird lines and, like, undergo this big change. But it doesn't really seem serious and everything just seems kind of, like, awkward. Yeah, like, there's just, like, chocolate on this one guy's face the whole movie. Yeah. And he's like, my mom hits me. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, oh, my mom kills dogs for a living. Like... But I love this dog, and also I eat chocolate. The whole movie, there's chocolate on my face. Yeah, I, it's definitely, like, the juxtaposition of really intense themes, and then also just Disney, like, rah, rah. Yeah. Like, it was just, that was maybe what made it uncomfortable. Yeah, it was, I didn't, I, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, exp- it was a very strange thing. Okay. Do you want to do quotes? I do want to do quotes. I'm ready to do quotes. Sing me in. Help quotes, help quotes. Woohoo! Okay, so this is a hope quote, pal. It's been a long time since I've done this. I'm gonna say two quotes. One of them is from the movie, one of which I have made up, and Taylor's gonna guess which one is which. Which one is which? Okay, number one. I have a little thing about curfews versus most of us here are just mortals. Our royal blood goes back thousands of years, just like your evil blood does. Oh. Those are both in the movie in some form, but some I know. Or I, uh, <laughs> there are themes of both of those in this movie. <laughs> Motifs. I, I think the first one is the real quote. It is. Yeah. That was actually a pretty good line, I thought. I couldn't remember exactly what it was. It was but the it was Fairly like, Odd Mother was like, you have to be back in your dorms by 10. And I have a little thing about curfews. Yeah, which is like a really, I was a good, there were some clever jokes 
in... There really were. There, like, yeah. some good, There like, should have been, and there were. Yeah. Okay, number two. All princesses become cheerleaders. It's like Oridon 101 versus... It's magic. It doesn't have to look scary. Oh, that's definitely in there. The second one is the right one. Yeah, but isn't mine But the, good? yours is really good. Because <laughs> I totally, like, was like, oh, yeah, I remember that in the movie. Until you said the second one, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> I, remember, I remember her saying that. Okay, number three. Hey, you, lost boy, get out of the kill zone, tink. Versus, you could cut the tension with the sword. Oh, the second one. Is the right the one? The sword is the one, yeah. the right one. The, this is from the movie, though, is... Hey, you lost boy. Get out of the kill zone. I just added Tink. <laughs> that was that would have been a really good one. I thought I was gonna get that one wrong actually, because I, I thought it, I thought it was right. I thought it, the Tink thing was like really. I was like, oh, that's clever. Like I, that was, I missed it. But it's so good. <laughs> I was like, that should be in the movie. Okay, last one. Mm. Excuse me, who's there? Bitty party. Oh, bitter party of one. Bitter party of one. Versus, I'm wicked. Rotten to the core. Oh, I want the first ones in the movie. No. No! But there was a joke about yeah, her. Yeah, I added the excuse me. Uh, she just went bitter party of one. That's so funny. That was a really good line. It really was. Yeah. And she it was, was said like, by the witch from Hocus Pocus, which is what Taylor and I fought about earlier. Yeah, and I was wrong. I'm admitting it. I was wrong. You were wrong. Okay, so Taylor, you got one. You got wrong. three points. Okay, I got three points. Look at me. Um, all right. Do you want to do some Taylor's trivia? Yes, please. These are going to be really open-ended, and I'm basically just going to read the trivia from IMDb in question form. Cool. And I want you to give me your, like, best, like, your... Kristen Chenoweth impression? <laughs> okay. <laughs> your, your, like, your best, um, answers. Sure. Okay, here we go. So, Mal isn't... Her full name. So Dove. Yeah. Yeah. Dove Cameron's character. Mal isn't her full name. Um, why won't uh, her mother let her call herself by her full name? Well, because maybe it's Maleficent and that's what she goes by. I mean, I, I don't know what her full name is. It doesn't say on here. Oh. But there is a reason that it, she like won't let her call her Because by her she wants name. her to have like a short villain nickname. Well, that's a good. That's a that's a good idea. No, that's not it. Um, let me think. One one more guess, and then I'll tell you. She wants her to remember that Mal means bad in Spanish. In Spanish. <laughs> that's why she has a friend named Carlos to teach her, like <laughs> what to teach her Spanish. No. Um. So apparently, Maleficent won't give Mal her full name until she proves herself evil enough. Whoa! I never. Well, what well, I've never gotten. That no, but that. isn't that interesting? Sure. I bet it's Mallory. <laughs> it's probably like malevolence or something. Oh, oh! I bet you that's explained in the sequel in, this, in the series, like in because this the Descendants is oh, the movie yeah. like comes out. So I, I this is interesting. Uh, why do you think Ben decides to ask the villains' children to come to? Aradon. He wants like a new girlfriend. Yeah, but like, is there like a? <laughs> he's on Facebook and he's like they look. Fun. I mean, that's, it's like it's like they can get me some fake IDs. It's the mystical version of that, basically. He wants them to teach them magic. No, it's it's um it's a fairy tale version. So he 
Instead of seeing them on Facebook, he has a vision of a girl like Mal on the Isle of the Lost, but it's in the film it's never explained, but I guess in the series it, it does get explained. Yeah. That's like the, the mystical, the fairy tale version of Facebook, basically. For sure. You have a vision instead of... Um, yeah. Online. Yeah. Uh, okay. So they did actually use some interior sets in Ardon Prep. So they yeah. did, they did use some yeah. interior some sets. Oh, name one of the locations. And I want you to name one of the like one of the other like movies or TV shows that has used that set. So as I think think like castle style, um, they're all um, all of these like like sets that have all of these. Um, one is a movie, two are TV shows, so there's are three. They all Disney? And they're no, they're all superhero related. And Ooh. yeah. What? Yeah. Recent superheroes? One of them is pretty recent, yes. Yikes, I'm not good about that kind of thing. You, um, you talked about it earlier in the episode. Oh, the Flash? Well, it's not the Flash. It's What's not the, the related Flash. and what is it? One. Oh, um there's some, oh, yeah. been some crossovers. The arrow? Yeah. So it's the Queen mansion in arrow which i don't really know what oh the like oliver queen like the queen's mansion yeah i've never seen arrow oh okay i've only, well, ever, seen only ever seen the crossover episodes. oh yeah yeah yeah. so oliver queen is like he's like a mansion like pretty boy so he, he honestly is. it reminds me of that show that Paige used to make me watch which is like the weird stuff is happening at this high school it's a canadian tv show where all those kids oh. go they grow up to be on disney i mean degrassi Oh, I don't know that show. Yeah. Paige would be so mad when to listen to this episode. <laughs> um, do you want me to tell you? So Arrow's one of them, and then you want me to tell you the other Give two. me what it starts with. Um, oh, the TV show? The mm. other TV show starts with S. And what is, who does it? It's a, oh, I, maybe ABC? It says, give me some, give me like four hands. Okay. So that um, I can, so that I, I lead me up to it. Okay, um... You, like, you could also, like, if I was going to give you a, a taboo, like, style hint, I would say Tiny Town. Oh, oh, it's Smallville. Yeah. Oh, wow. And okay. then X-Men 2 also, like, the, the, uh, the... Oh, okay, that makes the most sense. Yeah, X-Men 2, like, they used it. Um, All right, give me the next one. Uh, <laughs> this is, I, I'm not going to ask you a question about this because this is just a really funny fact. Um, but originally, this was not going to be a musical until Kenny Ortega came on board to direct it. And then he cast Chris and Chenoweth. Uh, yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. That's really funny. Ooh. What is Carlos's number um, in the tourney game? Oh, is this going to do with Cruella DeVille? Mm-hmm. 101? Yeah. <laughs> His number is 101. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. That's actually really funny. Okay, a girl in a wheelchair is seen throughout the movie but is never identified, not even in the credits. So what's your theory on why... There is a, there is a fan theory. I want to know what your theory... Well, I know what your theory is. I think you should say it. Um, so what do you think you're... What do you think... Why do you think that she... I think she's Nessa Rose. <laughs> and that is a good theory, but there's actually... It's a, there's another, like... Um, she's uh, someone's kid. Yeah, but like whose kid? It's like it's like a Disney princesses like Oh, 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 oh. She's yeah, like, she's like they like they like think she there's a fan theory that she's like part of one of those fairy tales. So like what fairy tale do you think she's from? Well, the wicked fairy tale is a good one, but I guess it's not really part uh, of this universe. Yeah. So who else wouldn't have 
Ariel? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it says a popular fan theory. I'm like, theory. who else would have legs? Yeah. Ariel. So a popular fan theory is that she's a mermaid from Ariel's tribe in The Little Mermaid. So, like, I guess maybe, like... Melody, her daughter? Yeah, something that, or like maybe like a like a sister, because you know Ariel has like six sisters There's, or something like, like that. Like lots of them, all yeah. with A names. Um, wow. Yeah. So I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel, I feel like... Not even in the credits. Yeah. That's a, I feel like that's a good place to end, Taylor's trivia. I think it's a good place to end, end it all. Yeah. Goodbye, cruel world. <laughs> <laughs> what would you rate this on the decometer? Um, I feel like it's pretty high. I really, I think it's like, it's so decommy. It's it hurts. so new decommy. You yeah. Know, that's probably what hurts the most. I think, I, I think that that's what kind of is soul crushing for me yeah, a little bit. Yeah, soul crushing. Is like. This is the way that they're going and this is what they are now. Like, I feel like if we rewatched like 13th year or, and like when we watched Horse Sense it was like, these movies like really stand up. It like stand the test of time, you know? Yeah. And they still feel like real um minus jumping ship which has like bad cell phones in it but you know like for the most part those movies like the ones that we kind of grew up loving and knowing like yeah these are super dated super like stylized yeah i mean the first one of the first things she says is like no wi-fi no she says no internet she's like no magic no internet she says wi-fi does she i thought Mm -hmm. she said internet she says wi-fi there is internet that's awful yeah well anyway it's, I mean, it's just, it's very, yeah, it's so new, decommy, and it's so I crushing. And yeah. I'm really just super upset. I don't think I could ever like this movie after they opened a book and it was an iPad. <laughs> like, it would just, it just made me so upset. Huh. Mickey Mouse rolling over in his grave. Absolutely. Walt Disney has just stormed out of his grave and is haunting. It lost the, like, quality of. I think almost just sincerity that decoms used to have. Yeah, it felt like they were like it felt like they were trying to make Once Upon a Time for kids. Just feels but, like they're but trying poorly. to sell something. Yeah, like more than the other movies. Like other decoms didn't have merch and stuff, and this definitely does. Oh, it's like a whole like Thing. franchise. Exactly. I think um, that's makes what kind of turns me off from it is that it's not. Like sincere. Yeah, it, you're right. It feels it's not super message fake. based. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I. They're uh, like, but, how are we gonna make money off of this? And they're like, I know. Yeah. And it's such a it's such a big idea, and I get it, and I do kind of like it, but it's like, yeah, it's not. It's I not like the heart. idea. Heart. Yeah, I like the idea, but it definitely doesn't feel like happy or you know, like it doesn't have that like feel good. It kind of innocent quality to and it. It also doesn't have the like the the parenting moments that I think I kind of craved. Like I'd love to see the sequel, and I'd love for Evie and her mom to get along because I think they did have the best relationship of them. Yeah, all. but even Beast and I mean like Ben and his parents, Bell and Beast, like they <laughs> Beast Ben. Yeah, like they didn't have like a good relationship either. Yeah, I mean even his I when his mom that. is like even his when his mom is like follow your heart. She has this look that's like. Ugh. But like not really, like why are you picking her? Like, do you really need to follow? You don't follow your heart. Like she's gross. Yeah, and it's like it's even when like in Beast is horrible. Like he's just like he's like, what are you doing? You literally can't bring her. She's a villain. Like don't like. It, there's no good parenting from yeah. anywhere. Not from the heroes. Which not from anything. More decoming. So I think this is like. 
quintessential new Disney Channel. I want to give it like an eight. Okay, I was going to give it like a six or a seven. Because okay. it didn't have like the total milk moments, but then it can, it kind of did. That guy kicked down the door and there was no door there. And somebody stuffed chocolate in his face. There was a chocolate fountain that someone put their tongue into. That's true. Like, I think that there were definitely some milk moments. It just like moments. makes me sad to be like, this is a decom when it's not the kind of decom that I love, but it is the new style. style. Yeah. So, yeah, why don't you average out ours? My six and your eight, let's say it's a seven. It's a seven. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to do the math. I really did have to do the math. I was like, I don't know what that would be. Okay, so it's a seven on the decometer. Wow. hundred and one. That makes me sad. <laughs> Decoms. <laughs> makes me sad that it's, it, it is a set. I mean, it, I feel like that's a really accurate representation, but it, it is soul crushing. Taylor, do you want to end this episode with a call and response kind of motto that they say in this film? I'll, I'll oh, you yeah, okay, you start it, and I'll respond. Say, hey, Taylor, we're wicked. It's not we're wicked. Yes. No, it's... Oh, wait, wait, we're wicked. We're rotten. Rotten to the core. <laughs> they do say that, though. They do say this, like, wicked. W-I-C-K-E-D. They, they, they oh, say... I they know do. all the ways to be W-I-C-K-E-D. That's the new song that's out. Oh. Okay, so we're rotten. Rotten to the core. <laughs> But it's like a weird dud steppy song. It is. It's gross. And, and this, this has been our D-commentary. D-commentary.